Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 30 days until the Jets kick off the season. Oh, there's nothing like New York, so I understand that. I appreciate that. Talk New York Jets football on the fan. This is an incredible sports town. There's a lot of, a lot of great franchises here. 101.9 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. And a good Saturday morning, everyone. Peter Schwartz with you here on The Fan. 877-337-6666 is the number to call. Taking up until 6 o'clock. That's when Richard Neer will come your way. Alex's arm on the other side of the glass. He'll be the first person that you talk to when you dial in at 877-337-6666. You just heard Dexter Henry on the update, he'll be handling the upper, uh, the updates throughout the overnight. And want to hear from you. And lots to talk about in New York, New Jersey sports. We'll have a couple of guests on the program to talk football. 3 a.m. We're going to have Art Stapleton, covers the Giants for NorthJersey.com. And the record, we'll talk to him after the Giants 21-16 preseason opening loss to the Lions in Detroit. And then at 4 a.m., we will switch gears, talk about the Jets with Antoine Staley of the Daily News. The Jets will take on the Panthers later on Saturday in the Jets' second preseason game. Of course, they played in the Hall of Fame game in Canton last week. So we'll talk to Antoine about the Jets coming up at 4 a.m. this morning. We're going to start with baseball, though. And this summer of trouble for the Locals just, you know, they keep, it continues. And for the Yankees first, obviously the day starts with the news that Nestor Cortez is going back on the injured list with the left rotator cuff strain. And he still hopes to be back before the end of the season. And we'll have to play it by ear and see exactly if it's going to mean anything if he does come back. You're talking about a Yankee team right now that is four games out of the final wild card spot in the American League. And a lot of things went right for the Yankees on Friday. A 9-4 win over the Marlins, and within that game, you had a massive home run from Aaron Judge. Anthony Volpe started things off with a three-run homer, and he now has 15. He's five away from the Yankees' rookie record 
for a shortstop, Tom Tresh hit 20 in 1962. And Randy Vasquez came out of the bullpen and pitched well, two runs in three hits over three and two thirds. The Yankees doing better in the uh, in the category of driving home runs, seven for thirteen with runners in scoring position. But all of this for the Yankees this means nothing if they don't put together a run here in the last month and a half of the season. Aaron Boone talked about it after the Chicago series. You can't be doing. Win one, lose one, it it doesn't work. You're not going to catch the teams in front of you. And it's not just one team you have to catch. Yankees have to leapfrog the Red Sox, the Mariners, and then the Blue Jays. So it's a nice start to the series, but it means nothing if they don't follow it up and keep winning and get back into this thing. And quite frankly... As much as they've been able to hang in there and stay, I don't want to say they're treading water, but they somehow managed with all the things that have gone wrong for them this year, the players who have not performed, the injuries, the question marks, and they're four games out of a wild card spot. Now, to me, I can't take the Yankees seriously unless we turn the calendar to September and the Yankees are two games out or less. And I know it's possible if they're four or five out that they could still come back, but there's just too many teams to hop over to keep playing 500 baseball and expect to make the playoffs. But I'll tell you one thing that really annoys me about this Yankee team, and you put the blame squarely on general manager Brian Cashman and the front office is that how can the New York Yankees two times in one week not be able to furnish a starting pitcher? Ian Kennedy, uh, it should be Ian Hamilton, Ian Kennedy. I take Ian Kennedy on this team right now. Um, Ian Hamilton was the opener for the second time this week. He opened the game that Severino came out of the bullpen in Chicago earlier in the week, and he did it again Friday night before Randy Vasquez came in. And maybe it's because I'm a little older getting up there now at the ripe old age of 56, but I just can't grasp the contact the, the context of the opener. Now, I understand that Tampa Bay Rays made it popular because if you believe what you read, they don't have the financials to furnish five starting pitchers or at least five capable starting pitchers. So they went into this whole opener thing, and now other teams are doing it. And unfortunately, the New York Yankees are doing it too. And it just, it really bothers me. How can the New York Yankees, the greatest franchise in the history of sports, with 27 championships, not be able to furnish a starting pitcher? You could say all you want about the minor league system not producing, especially in the pitching department, but you're telling me you didn't have anybody at AAA or AA that was capable of making a start two times this week? 
That's just absolute crazy. A couple years ago in the playoffs, you remember, I think it was Yankees-Indians in the playoffs a couple years ago. Maybe it was Yankees-Mariners. Yankees-Rays. I don't remember. There was a playoff game a couple of years ago. I'd have to look it up. But it was Davey Garcia that, that started a game for the Yankees, and I thought he was pitching well. And they pull him out of the game after, I guess it was three or four innings. And I'm like, you can't let this kid go five innings? How did the New York Yankees not furnish a starting pitcher for a postseason game? But that's just par for the course with how things have gone for the Yankees this season. I I just don't get how you can't call somebody up from AAA or AA to start a game. And even if you give up five or six runs, can I get a starting pitcher to go five innings? Is that too much to ask that the New York Yankees furnish a starting pitcher when they're in the middle of a playoff race? Stop trying to be the Rays and start acting like the Yankees again. And I know there's injuries. I get it. Nestor Cortez got hurt again back on the IL. And I know, oh, you say, well, Peter, it's an emergency. You know, you have to do what you have to do. So you don't have somebody that can come up and give you five innings? And should I dare maybe say six innings? Is that too much to ask for the Yankees to have a starting pitcher? Trying to be the Tampa Bay Rays. And I'll revert back to the the scene in the movie Moneyball. Remember that scene where Billy Bean's in the meeting with the scouts and they're trying to figure out how to replace Jason Giambi and Johnny Damon and Jason Isringhausen, the three free agents they lost that offseason. And in the movie, Brad Pitt is playing Billy Bean. He goes, if we try to compete with the Yankees in here, meaning in that office, they will get smothered by them out on the field. And I will use the same analogy right now for the Yankees. Stop trying to be the Tampa Bay Rays in the front office and in the analytics department because if you try to do that, you've got what you've got right now. A big mess is what you have right now. And it's not just the fact that they couldn't furnish a starting pitcher. It's it's just a lot of the things that they're that they're doing, the way that they constructed this team just not interesting to watch them maybe they surprise us in the last month and a half of the season maybe they get on a roll and make the playoffs but even if they do and I said this the other night when I filled in and I've said it other times before even if the Yankees find their way in I I just don't see how they are capable of making a run If you can't furnish a starting pitcher, how do you expect to go on a postseason run? You can't pitch Garrett Cole every night. 
Luis Severino has been horrible. Can we find somebody in the organization that can give him five strong innings and give him a chance? Is there somebody? Clark Schmidt is a dependable starter. You got Cole and Schmidt. Rodon is still working his way back from the injury. He has not been that good. Can the Yankees furnish a starting pitcher for a big game? I'm still pissed about that playoff game a few years ago. These are the New York Yankees. George Steinbrenner's got to be rolling over in his grave. What has happened to my team? That my team can't furnish a starting pitcher to to face the Miami Marlins on a Friday night. I'll tell you who else is rolling over in his grave. Besides George, and he has a vested interest in it, I can tell you my father is rolling over in his grave too. Would probably say to me if he could right now, Peter, what, what what's going on with our team there? Why, why can't they have a starting pitcher? I grew up going to the Yankees a lot of years when I was younger, sucked. Before... 76, 77, 78. And then remember the abyss between 81 and 95 of not making the playoffs? Those Yankee teams were horrible. And the pitching wasn't great, but they had a starting pitcher every night. I I, I get it. The opener is part of baseball now with some teams. We know the Mets have used an opener. We don't. I, I, I imagine maybe, if not all, three quarters of Major League Baseball teams have have used utilized an opener at some point in the last few years. But I can't wrap my hands around the fact that my team, the New York Yankees, have to revert to this nonsense. I, I just don't get it. And it's, it's hard to watch. I remember some of the beauties the Yankees called up from the minors in you know the 80s and 90s. The Jeff Johnsons of the world. Sam Militello's. At least they could start the game and, and take you into the fifth inning. I hope, I hope we don't see this again the rest of the season. But... The bottom line is, can the Yankees put something together here and squeak into the playoffs? I don't think they can go anywhere in the playoffs, but you'd like to at least see the playoff streak and the success since 1995 continue of making the playoffs with the exception of a few years. But I just, I can't wrap my arms around not having a starting pitcher. You're you're in a playoff race. Guy gets hurt, okay, Pick up the phone, call Scranton, and bring up a starting pitcher. Or Somerset's closer. They got they got a couple of arms there. Get get somebody a car from Somerset and bring them to the Bronx. We're flying to Miami. Not that difficult.
I don't care if the guy is a good pitcher or a bad pitcher. If he gives up five runs in five innings, so be it. I'm tired of this opener nonsense. As for the Mets, I mean, what else can you say about the Mets now, too? A 7 nothing loss to the Braves. Lindor's a late scratch. Felt something on his right side before the game. He'll have an MRI on uh, later on today, and we'll see if they can get him back in the lineup. You had Brando Nimmo leaving the game. McNeil goes in the center field. And another just awful night for the Mets. And not going to spend too much time on that because it seems like a lost cause in flushing. And the Mets getting their teeth knocked in, you know, basically by the team that has always knocked their teeth in, and that's the Atlanta Braves. So they're going to play a day-night doubleheader at uh, at City Field on Saturday. Two more chances for the Mets to get their teeth knocked in by Atlanta. But it's just been a weird baseball season. Just hard to watch, especially from a Yankee perspective. This is not Yankee baseball. It's not. And not playing, and when I say playing the game, I'm not talking about necessarily on the field. They're just not conducting themselves like the Yankees. Since I'm a kid, my father took me to my first Yankees game in 1972. You've gone out and you go to the game and you expect to see, you hope for a win, you hope for a good game, but the overall expectation I always had when I went to go see a Yankee game was that the Yankees would be able to furnish a starting pitcher. Whether it was Ron Guidry, Ed Figueroa, back in the day, whether it was, I mentioned before, Sam Militello, Jeff Johnson, whoever it was, and into the good teams in the 90s with Jimmy Key and David Cohn, Andy Pettit. I expected the Yankees to have a starting pitcher on the mound when the game started. Not somebody out of the bullpen for an inning, followed by a guy for two innings, followed by a guy for an inning. This guy comes in and throws three pitches. No. I want a starting pitcher. And I want the Yankees to operate like the Yankees again. I know Met Mets have Met fans, you have your issues, and there's a bunch of them, but at least there's somewhat of a plan over there. They had a plan going into this year. It didn't work, and it looks like they're starting to execute the plan for next year. But I, I don't know what the Yankees' plan is. I don't. Maybe you can help me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 